0: Uh, all right you hear the laughter but there's sadness too because you're listening to daily dvr it's monday we're here to talk about the finale of succession i've got mike i've got andy of course i've got jenny gina was gonna join us but she couldn't make it she's in here she's here in spirit i should say Uh, It it sounded like I was going to make some kind of weird Roman joke there, (laughs) but but, uh, we're going to talk about the show. She's got an email too, right? We got some points from Gina. Check us out at DVRpodcast.com. Head over to Patreon.com slash DVR. Become a patron. You know how to do it. Thank you to our newest patron, Bobby. We love you. All right. Let's get into it. The series finale of probably the prestige show on television. It might not have the best ratings or the widest viewership, but it sure does have a strong fandom. Let's see what everybody thinks about it. Let's start with Mike. You've loved this show. You helped get me into it. You've been preaching about it. You cover it on one mic what are your just your kind of instant reaction when this episode ended
1: uh my instant reaction was that it was a fitting end for this show it ended doing all of the things that it has historically done great throughout its run and it hit each of those things like it gave us uh it gave us some humor it gave us some some heartfelt moments it gave us uh some tension It, it, it just hit every mark you know, twists and turns, all the things that have made this show great historically. It hit all of those marks in this finale. I thought it was a great episode. I don't have any complaints about it at all. Um, yeah, I, I feel like this is this 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 show is just kind of suited for me, though. Sometimes I feel like I like it more than I should, just because I feel like it's just something that I'm just prone to liking. But I, I I truly believe it's a show that does it just doesn't make mistakes. Like there's a lot of shows that have Even if like unforced errors or things where it's like, oh, I don't like that they did that. And this is a show that every time I watch it, I'm just like, yep, they did everything right. I I never have any complaints. I never have any issues. And I, I, I thought they nailed it as they always have. And it was a great episode and a fitting in.
0: Well, that's good to hear. All right, Jenny, do you concur? What did you think? You're a new succession head.
2: Yes, I am. So I actually, um, after you guys have talked about it the last two years on year-ending podcasts, I believe, um, I finally had decided to watch it this year. And I didn't start watching it until after season four started. And I got caught up to live (laughs) about halfway through season four. Um, I... uh, they are characters you love to hate. I did enjoy the character development over the four seasons. I thought that this was a good closing. Um I really feel like um it was good. I, I feel like Roman ended where he, you know, like he probably will be able to get to a good place. Shiv's like not in the greatest place, but she's gonna make it through. And Kendall's such a fucking asshat that who cares what happens to him (laughs) and um i feel like the show i mean mike said much more interesting stuff than i'm saying but you know i like crammed a whole whole lot of succession into a very short period of time (laughs) and so it's like i'm like thinking of it from season one to now like all in the last two months or something that i've watched all of this and i'm like i hate these people and occasionally they would bring me back around i'd be like oh okay i see some humanity in them but i mean i guess that all just like goes to show how well written it is so there's my take
0: <laughs> nice well it sounds like you enjoyed it too how about you ando you've been with me from the start of the season we started this pod, you got me into this show, you told me it was great, that I should keep on trying, I did, and now we're here at the end, were you happy, sad?
3: Well, the, how the best thing, actually, is it, it really has shown how much we, we've fallen in love with our scheduling opportunities just like Tom and Shiv <laughs> um <laughs> I I really like this episode a lot I, I don't think it's going to go down as one of the all-time great finales but it doesn't need to it was extremely satisfying in every way I thought the character nothing I mean I would there was no point where I was really like completely shocked everything just felt natural that for this show that this is where things are supposed to go this is the way they should go i it w- I mean like Mike said it it did the best of what this show has done for four seasons it's there's been the comedy it was there the the drama was there the heart heartfeltness was there the just people acting like assholes the amazing acting the music the direction everything was just just extremely solid I mean extremely satisfying finale I think is the way I would put it
0: yeah well I'm gonna have to uh make this podcast boring and agree with everybody. (laughs)
2: Because
0: I wish I could come up with something to say to that was different. But yeah, I, you know, for me, one word that comes through is restrained in a sense, just until that last blow up where Roman and Kendall almost murder each other. And Kendall is like ripping his face apart. And I you, oh
2: dude, and Roman went it. after him though yeah. when when it looked like he was gonna go for Shiv. Roman was having yeah. none of that and I was all about him in that moment.
1: I thought Kendall was about to do him like uh Oberyn, <laughs> like the mountain did yeah. Oberyn. for him <laughs> Yeah, that's yes, oh, right. oh, oh, oh.
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: Please don't pop his head. Oh
0: my yeah. gosh, yeah. And it took, He's it, a
2: tiny man. I don't think he could have popped his tiny man no. mother's head. <laughs>
0: oh my god! I, uh, I had to go back and watch with the that particular part. I had to go back and watch with the um closed caption to see what he because I didn't understand what he was saying about dad said your seed or something. And I get what it is is that because Andy, we had talked, we had talked. Yeah, yeah. It was about Kendall's kids that both mm-hmm. of them. See, we were never sure. We knew his daughter was adopted. Well, his
2: daughter's adopted, but
3: that yeah, the other, that. One, the it's other one is like in vitro or something like that, or from a previous relationship.
2: No, he said um, Rava and her. Uh, What the neighbor or something like that? He like basically says that Robin cheated on like like a filing cabinet, yeah, something, something yeah. I don't know, it just didn't sound like
1: uh, I did the same thing Axel did and went back and looked at the like I always watch with the captions on, so I knew what he said in the moment. But when I went to record my video, I wanted to get the exact quote, and he said, Mm -hmm. like. The other is like half Rava and half filing cabinet guy, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So I yeah, just assumed
2: it was someone she cheated with, but I guess it could said, be
1: somebody. From that's a what wild. it kind of read like. It could be what Andy said, though. But yeah, it, it is. That's how I interpreted it. In because the yeah,
3: he he said that Shiv's kid was full, like full blooded, basically, right. and that was the that the true heir kind of a thing. Which, mm-hmm. and I mean, that kind of conversation is always a little sensitive to me, just because I have adopted kids, so I picked up on it right away what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And Roman is one of those people that I'm like I've been. I've loved Roman for large stretches and then every once in a while, like the election night where he just, Oh, just, I'm like, I want to punch Roman at the same time. So, I mean, I love and hate all these characters. It's very hard show to watch sometimes, but in a good way. Yeah. So yeah,
1: that election, so that election episode was, uh, a good example of, I, I mean, I don't know how I call it peak Roman, but it's, it's, it's peak Roman, but it's the worst that. <laughs> yes, like, exactly. You know, yeah. The election episode. And, and then, and then this one, the, the stuff with what he said about the kids and yeah, Roman, yeah. Roman was, Roman was tough to stomach. So yeah. I think he
2: was parroting his father though too.
3: Yeah. And,
1: and you you know, he said that he said, that's what dad said. Right.
3: And the other thing that's crazy about that is then right and that same, I think it was not even in that same conversation, he s- defends Shiv, like sticks up for Shiv when mm-hmm. when uh, when Ken starts attacking her, and it's so it's it's. I mean, it's the duality of most people, I guess. Sometimes you love them, sometimes you hate them. And Roman is definitely that. So, yeah, it's just just for the Romans. So it's such a great Kieran Culkin again. Just man, he he really kicked ass this season. Might have been my favorite performer of this season, I
1: think. Oh, it's absolutely that's not yeah, absolutely for me. I I I'd be shocked if he doesn't win an Emmy. He was incredible, mm-hmm. and like they said, they're submitting all all of them for for lead actor. I I, I it's got to be him. Like ironically, the ter- terminology that they use on the show is got it's got <laughs> yeah. to be him, man. It's it's got to be him.
0: Yeah, definitely. He he would. I mean, I think that they were all fantastic, really. And, oh, uh, f- um, yes, definitely. yeah. The entry to talking about that scene is I was saying that I feel that the show was restrained because until it got to that point, I was thinking to myself, and coming into this finale, I was kind of like, okay, they have to do something more than just the vote, just the Gojo vote, right? Like, it has to be something bigger than this. But then, as the episode progressed, and that really was what the whole episode was about, right? I mean, obviously, we all watch it. I realized that's just perfect for this show. It, like you, like you were saying, Mike. Like it's just in line with what it has given us over all these seasons. Where that this is what's important to these people. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like everything else is tangential. The marriages. The, the, the relationships and family, the business relationships, friendships, children, anything, the only thing that matters is money and this business and getting ahead. They
2: all just want to win.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have to they win. All it's like they the all want to be the winner.
2: They were all told by their father that yes. they were the one. Yep. He pitted them against yes. one another. Yes, Jenny. Their exactly. mother coerced them into coming to Barbados <laughs> oh, God, to, yes. you know, see Roman and help him. And, uh, She knew what it was what was going. She knew it was going to start shit like or, you know, exacerbate shit. But she had ulterior motives, too, because she wants to win, too. She wants to have her husband have what he wants. And so this is what he wants. And her children should should do this because they were always in with their father. And so now they should support her and whatever.
1: Man, can I just say (laughs) Peter, man? Yeah, like fuck right. up, Peter man. Uh-huh. Like, hang her on. Like, like yeah. why uh-huh. are you even, even here? Like, like he didn't just interrupt their dinner. He interrupted our enjoyment of the episode. Like, why are you even here interjecting your nonsense? Hey man. Uh, uh-huh. I gotta like I don't I wanted to walk out just like Kendall. I don't want to hear your stupid fucking pitch, man. Let's get back. <laughs> I wanna hear them argue. Like, what are we
0: doing here? What was it what did what did uh what did Logan call him? The the panty sniffer. The panty yeah. sniffer—that's <laughs> who she's marrying. The panty sniffer. Um, yeah, that was hilarious. You're right. That's another <laughs> Jenny. You put it so succinctly. Because after the episode was done, I went and did the dishes, and I was listening to Bill Simmons talk about this show. And one thing they were like, they were not kind of honing in on is, yeah these these kids are horrible, but. If anything, and I call them kids because they act like that, right? Because that's, that's what effectively they are. Like we all grow up and we become something. We become ourselves. Yes, we are children. But they, because of the power that they give their father and the power that he sucked everything out, all the air out of the room, they're forever children, and it's uh-huh. like you said Jenny their parents fucked they pitted them against each other and even um, Kendall says that Dad told me when I was 7 and then at the end he says
2: I And then the when he said I'm boy. the eldest son I wanted to fucking him No but punch he didn't him.
3: say son
0: he said boy <laughs>
3: Yeah. Like, he yeah. said, whatever, boy. but you're
2: not, you know, and, if- yeah.
3: he's not the oldest boy. Anyways, uh, what's did his you name? forget Alan you Rock. have a brother, yeah. Connor, yeah, who's like practically is, old though. enough to
2: be your dad. But
0: he, but that just goes to show, right? That it, all of that is meaningless. Like that's not his, he's his brother by the business, right? Yeah. They're all, they all pig- have
2: yeah. some tendencies towards narcissism.
3: And it's, I, I always think it's it, when you're talking to about them being children, well, too, it's, I've known uh,
2: people who are narcissists and they are not like full on narcissists. Yeah, most true. of them, They're,
3: they I mean, exist. but
2: they do have a lot of narcissistic <laughs> qualities.
3: That's <laughs> I've, I've thought it's interesting when you're talking about them being children, it's and Logan has always said you're not serious people. Well, he's the one that made them not serious people, right? like what he's done to them. It's mm. kind of the ultimate ultimate in Logan, not even understanding what the hell he's done. I don't think he did. I think he was just so concerned. Like, I think one of them at some point says he only cared about what came next for him or putting a foot in front of his own feet in front of each other. I don't remember what the line was anymore, but that, that's, that's what totally what it was. was he yeah.
1: cared about putting one foot in front of the other.
3: Yeah. And it's he didn't really care about his kids either. I mean, he did to some weird extent, like every parent does to some extent, but... Yeah, he
2: wanted to have a legacy, and so he wanted to be able to pass it along, but he didn't want to spend the time training them. He would rather just, you know, tell them all to fuck off. That was, you know, like his favorite phrase, <laughs> yep. his favorite thing to say to everyone, and then just let them run amok with the billions of dollars. Like, how do they have billions of dollars each? Like, How? I mean, did he just give them that? Like, because they all are billionaires, yeah. supposedly, right? And it's that, like that's the thing. how do you Jane, have that much money?
0: This is the <laughs> funniest thing about the show, right? Which is it comes down to this, they're they're killing each other. They wanna keep this company, and then it gets sold. And then Kendall walks out like he's gonna fucking jump. And the funniest thing in the entire show for me was how he's like shaking to hit that elevator. And anyone who's ever had, like, you have a you're just in a mo you know what that feels like and then some dude just walks into the elevator.
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I thought that was the best part of the yeah movie. I thought the guy was gonna say hey how you doing or something funny yeah. like I wish he would have he yeah. just
0: walks in and he just stands there like nothing happened. but anyway but then as he's walking away I'm thinking to myself and getting and going down the elevator I'm like wait a second that that sale of Waystar to Gojo just netted him like 2 to 3 billion dollars yeah. each of them so it's not yep. like they're wa- it's not like they had their no. money taken away from them it's not they're like they had just mad
2: because they yeah. didn't win
0: Exactly yep,
1: yep.
2: And yeah. as far as like that goes I do not even
1: consider that She <laughs> yeah. is
2: the one closest to winning like she didn't win at uh, all did she, she did not win but because I... her husband is now the CEO
1: her Uh, child
2: still stands a chance of being in there so like by proxy like you know but like she didn't win at all
3: really in in her case too I think throughout this I mean of all their strengths like Kendall's strength was always being able to work his way talks things through on stage and come out smelling better than he went in or but Mm Shiv's has always been when she has been the ear or the the voice behind the person Mm -hmm. that's when she has always had her greatest success so I think she's actually set up in a good spot here to be yeah. be the advisor for Tom, basically, if they mm-hmm. can keep their – I mean, that uh, semi-handshake at the end there, like the uh, shades weird. of the graduate going on. I don't know if that's actually going to last, but <laughs> if it does, I think they, there's still some stuff to be – some interesting things that could happen in that with her and Tom, I think, just I, because her success has always been the – when she, like when she was talking with Matson earlier in this season, and she was turning things around for Matson just being the advisor, so I think she's in her strongest part of position right now. Anyways,
0: um, hey Jenny, do you want to read what Gina had to say about Shiv, and then we can all kind of talk about? I mean, that's the central thing that ha- right, like that's the kicker of this kind of series. Yeah, and it explained so- to me it really put into perspective a lot of this season, and we concentrated so much on tom and shiv right like we could we should have seen it coming but what it, gina had something to say right
2: so my it says my internet is in, unstable. unstable oh, okay me, i'll okay? read it i'll read it i, I um, know it just in a way i was just making sure okay. i was still connected yeah, good. you froze okay. there
3: for we a second frozen, but you're yeah. back now yeah.
2: okay okay cool so gina had written and in- a few things about Shiv, but first of all, she says, Shiv is the only one that has the balls to do what really needs to be done for the greater good, and thank goodness she did. She already watched her two idiot brothers make the call that potentially burn democracy down to the ground, and if she let either one of them she'd probably end up killing one or both of them. Shiv is going to be okay. She had a career separate from the company before this all started. She may end up staying with Tom, but I see that being an open marriage situation (sighs) or she'll probably mattson just to mess with tom he won't mind because he's a bottom <laughs> he'll probably watch if mattson make him
0: oh my god you are yeah you are cutting out a little bit there but um what you may want to try to turn your video off that might help um okay <clears throat> uh what what do you what did you think about that uh mike about um about what shiv did if she's, uh, oh, I think Jenny left us and said it to she hung off. Up. <laughs> She's like, oh, you want me to turn the video off? I'm leaving the fucking podcast. Fuck off. <laughs> she fucked off us. Uh, she, she gave us a fuck I off.
1: Fuck off. But, uh,
0: okay, she's back. You're back, Jenny. I am back. <laughs> okay, cool, you sound I had
1: to better. change my internet, too, so I thought I might have dropped off for a second as well, because my internet is, uh, my laptop, my work laptop is wonky with my internet, so oh, I just okay. switched it to my hotspot. Oh, uh, so I thought I had dropped off for a minute too. But um, <laughs> oh, I don't, all right. So did you get Gina's really...
2: notes? Sorry. <laughs> yes, we we, we <laughs> oh, heard yeah. it. Okay, cool. Yeah,
1: we heard it. Cool. Um, I, I don't necessarily share so much of a pro Shiv uh viewpoint. Um, I I I feel like Shiv, just like everyone else, uh, fucked herself over in myriad ways. Um, you know, like like her arrogance over. Uh, having in her mind won the American CEO position, like caused her to miss very obvious signs that she was not going to be the American CEO. And then I thought like her, uh, her abandoning the vote at the end. uh, I, I, kind of sided with Kendall. I thought Kendall made a lot of really great points about why it should have been him about the illogical nature of her wanting to change at that time. Like I I totally felt Kendall's frustration, so I, I don't know, but I do agree that Shiv is best positioned now. Um, uh, like Andy, I think it was, made the point that, um, you know, with her uh, kind of like being the, you know, the, the man behind the curtain, per se, um, and obviously in her case, the woman behind the curtain, but um, <laughs> still the the idea of being the, you know, the, the person who's like really running the show, you know, I think that could be a great role for her. I liked how that kind of um, tied in with the scene earlier in the episode where, she kind of like in her own way proposed kind of working it out. And Tom was like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't know about that. And then at the end when Tom has essentially won and he has no reason to actually agree to that, he's the one that extends his hand out, says, you know, I got a car coming in 20 minutes. You want to hang with me? And she, and he extends his hand out in the car. So like, she, uh, she's in a great position right now, but um, yeah, I I feel like Shiv made a lot of boneheaded decisions too.
2: but I feel like he reached out because he knew that she had changed her vote. She changed for him. She went to his side. I think that's why he opted to reach out to her.
1: Do you, that, yeah. I mean, that, that's, I mean, I think that's a viable of like a, a, a viable interpretation of it. Like I, I, like I think those kinds of that kind of thing, the motivations are all inter up to interpretation. Cause we never know what these people are doing. Cause they're never genuine in anything. They right. Say right, or right. So I was like, actually I surprised look at it as like yeah, yeah, it's was like you like like what too. you said as the interpretation of that. Like like she took Tom's side and 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 he and that's why he extended his hand. That could well, absolutely be what it was. And then I looked at it as like I don't think that's her
2: motivation. Just, I feel like that might be why he reached like out to her from his side. I don't feel like oh, that's like why she it that did way. it. I think she did it because oh, she okay. knew her brothers weren't meant for it. I think he because oh, okay. she voted yeah. for him was willing to then maybe give it another go.
1: Okay. okay yeah yeah no I, I yeah i feel that yeah i i agree i agree with that and then like, my, my point was that it was also to his also from his perspective an actual showing of like love toward her like it's mm-hmm. not like this was not a business play anymore because it, in the, the the beginning of the episode even when Shiv was proposing it i was sitting there like is this a move like does she really want to work things out with him or is this another move like so like at that point is if, she there mitigating was no her to <laughs> yeah. Th- well, on Tom's part, there was no move to be made. He'd already won. So like him extending his hand out to her was fr- I looked at that as like a sh- a showing of love, like, OK, I'm willing to work this out like an actual like, like, as Shiv said, a real relationship because there was no business shit at stake anymore. Right.
2: Hmm. But
0: your
1: interpretation is is equally as valid.
0: <laughs> Interesting. What do you think, Ando?
1: Well, I think God, I can't remember if it
3: was in this. I, I think it was in the beginning of this episode when... And this was the first time when I thought, and it was early on, it was when Shiv talks to Matson, And I, when she has that conversation, I, that was the first time I thought, Tom is going to get this for sure. Because when she says, and I don't think she even realized she was doing it, when she tells Matson, when he asks about Tom, he's like, he wants to he just wants to suck the big the guy with the biggest dick in the room and he, he will do whatever it is. As soon as she said that I'm yeah. as soon as she said that to Matson, I'm like, does she realize she just told Matson that's who you should hire because you want a puppet? and he I mean, was, that's exactly what I thought <laughs> I as soon like, as that line was said I'm like it's Tom I said I that's why the end of it I was not surprised at the end because yeah, I thought she, of course that's what happened she
2: doesn't always think through what she's yeah. saying before she says it
3: yeah so it was I, I she it, meant it as an insult and yeah ex- and that's exactly what he was looking against for. her yep because yep. he even says something about Shiv at some point where he's basically like I think she could be too dangerous and she would get too she would
0: Oh huh? I, th- I think we just we're oh Memorial Day is presenting us with some internet issues today.
1: <laughs> Everybody <laughs> we'll, has we'll to hop get, on their hotspot like I did. Yeah, we'll
0: get back to Andy when when uh when his internet is resolved, but I guess I can jump in here. Um I get I, you know what? I kind of agree a bit with everyone. Um I think some of what Gina said about post what we see is true, I feel. I think that I think Shiv, when she because she found out that it was Tom, right before the vote, right? Tom says it's me, and then she gets in a fluster and she runs up to the, to Kendall and Roman and she's like, "It's Tom," and then I think as it started to sink into her, she was like wait a second, I have a play here. Tom is my husband and he is the father of my child. And if I fuck Kendall at this point, which I probably could or could not do, like I think everything she said after about you killed a guy, you know, I can't, I love you, but I can't stand you. I think it was all bullshit. And I think it just comes down to the fact that she realized that she was now married this could co- this could get her the family she always desired and wanted. She's mm-hmm. given it another half assed chance. Whether it's going to work out? No, I think you're, you're right, Jenny, and I credit. think Gina's right. I think in the end they're not going to end up like a happy couple. But I think it was a, both a kind. It was just like when they said, "What? Do, what would Dad do?" And I think uh, I think it was Shiv who said, or it was Roman who said. Dad just, it was like a shark. He just moved to the next thing. He didn't have time to contemplate. He just acted, right? And I kind of feel like she just acted. Like there was a move to be made. She was in a good position. So she went for it and all that shit she said later was just it could have gone either way cuz the night before she's in the kitchen having fun with her brothers and they're making the concoction and they're you know that's what i
2: cuz they were kind of having childhood memories together i but, mean, I,
0: but you do that's still what it's it, care it mixes. About your family
2: but i think that maybe i i don't i don't necessarily um your Your take is as, you know, valid as anyone else's. I don't necessarily agree, though. I don't give her that much credit
0: <laughs> <laughs> you- I give her
2: the credit that, like she maybe realized that it would just be more of the same crazy life they'd been living. Uh, fighting amongst amongst each other for the rest of their lives. Oh, so she, she saw an out Kendall. by that. And so she That's just figured idea. she still would have the possibility of being able to be involved because her husband is still involved and even if they don't wind up making it, she has his child, so she still has an in. Whereas, you know, it might be more difficult for her brothers to get an in again. So I think that she just like kind of mitigated the risk and mm. And went with and it. That's I, I don't think it I, was uh, because of some big love and wanting to have some awesome family. Because no, 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 I but don't I don't think she's that deep.
0: No, but <laughs> no, but Jenny, that's not what I'm saying. And let's get to what Andy is saying. Don't sure. I don't want you to misunderstand me that I think that all of a sudden at the end the show turned into Little House on the Prairie <laughs> and she wanted to run away with Tom. I'm saying it's a primal, it's that same absence of family she's had her whole life with her family right. that it's this primal ununderstood need to try okay. to have it you know what i mean yeah. like yeah, and yeah, she yeah. just went for it you know but what did you think andy you were your internet interrupted you
2: sorry we lost yeah,
3: you we had a weird like weird thunderstorm zero percent chance of rain today and, like that weird thunderstorm just went through and lost my internet so hopefully i'm okay <laughs> now i went to, to Spot as well. well so. yeah i know weird <laughs> Um, kind of what I, I, I don't know, I don't know exactly where I cut out, but I would say it's something to the effect of,
1: uh, it, it was kind of, along the same. to
3: okay, well, I was the, uh, let me think here with, um, shiv and, the. Oh, it was the, if anybody came as close to winning, it was probably her. And I think actually okay, yeah. kind of what you were saying, the relief of not dealing with Kendall. I think that's what both. Her and Roman realized there in that fight in the boardroom is that we don't want to put up with this childish shit anymore. And I've had enough of it. I think Roman actually at the end, sitting there drinking the martini by himself, he looks like he smiles and has a look of relief on his face. Like, thank I don't want to do this. I should not be doing this. I'm going to go enjoy my billions and drink myself to death or go hang out and say weird shit to people and whatever <laughs> whatever right he seems Dude. like he,
1: and of all the that's people exactly what like, i said in my video i'm like that's, i'm like these that's where he need to be at just drinking and fucking off I mean, and saying weird shit like <laughs> to,
3: to me that i mean to me that's winning in this situation why it's kind of like you went what you went back to before is the everybody in the power 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 if I had $2 billion, I wouldn't be sitting there trying to run some stupid company. I'd be out right. enjoying my life. How could, yes. Even though, even not even says it at one point, he's like, this job kills you. I'm like, then why are you doing this? Why don't you just sell, you power-hungry asshole? I, I don't he's know. He's such yeah. a
2: terrible person anyway. He's yeah. just a terrible person.
0: Agree with but everything you said, why Andy. Why-
1: that's also why, though, I thought Kendall's point of he he actually wants the job the most was a lot more valid of a point than that everyone else accepted it as. Like when he's like, "I want the job. Like I actually want to do this." I'm sitting there like I I, I felt the whole time that Shiv and Roman don't really want to do this. Like yeah. I felt like Shiv only wanted to do it just to beat them. Like just to to win and, and because her Roman dad don't told want to her do it she at could. all.
2: he wanted her to suppose you know yeah, her dad
1: like she told, just wanted like, to win his it made her feel good yeah yeah and i'm like kendall wants that too but i'm like kendall actually wants to do his job
2: i was actually okay with them just letting kendall have it when so in, in the moment in the moment i was when that happened in the show I was okay. I was like, they get you. Right. they get
0: you, definitely." And
2: then, yep. yeah. but then when you know Kendall started kindling, and <laughs> you know when Shiv went into to, well, went off by herself, and then he started acting the fool and and attacking, and then I was just like, you know what? She made the right choice.
3: <laughs> I think it was even it was even worse before that before that fight even happened. I, Kendall. The, i wonder if they didn't actually realize that kendall would run that thing into the ground because just when they're doing the vote thing he goes he's like let's cut the conversation let's go right to the vote they yeah. knew all this shit about Matson, the blood sending the inflated numbers all this stuff you don't want to put any of that on the record in the boardroom you're just so fucking cocky in the votes you've got behind the scenes. Yeah. i mean they didn't he, did you, he didn't put use it on any table, of that right. stuff I think Ken client. showed how stupid he actually... And then when he says, I only have one job. I'm a cog to fit this machine. Like, if that's the case, that machine's going to break in the first month because that gear is not going to work very well. I mean, <laughs> right. it's... I. I thought Ken just really exposed how stupid he was in this episode and how he thinks mm-hmm. he's intelligent, which is usually the kind of person I hate the most in the world. The ones that mm-hmm. think they're smarter than they actually are. So I just, I really, I, I really came out hating Ken the most of anybody in this episode. This is what yeah.
0: Gina had to say. Oh, it's the Kendall best. Kendall got everything he deserved. The only thing that would have made it better would, would to have, would be, to have seen his body falling in front of the window as they took the photos to commemorate the sale. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I, that, know, would have been, that would have been kind of cool. But <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I think that it,
1: it wouldn't have fit the show, but he, that would have been kind of cool.
0: He really got um, the lying about th- the way that he lied about the kid dying in the car. Oh. I wasn't. I didn't even get in the car. I, you know, I had a shot and the thing, I didn't even get in the car. It was because he was feels
2: like there's nobody left memories. that can confirm that story. But that's not true. The guy that's his bodyguard. Yeah, but yeah. that's why he's oh, his bodyguard. So whatever, though,
0: but that's yep. why he's his bodyguard. Right. He he feel, he. It feels like,
2: like he's got him under his yeah, thumb.
0: It's like it, it is. It's like a kind of a I Trumpian thing, right? Where you convince yourself of what like if I say it's real, it's real or right. like manifest people. I'm going to manifest it and it's re- it becomes reality. If I speak it, it becomes real. And he just right. thinks and then he, he tries to convince control everyone everything. else
2: that it's real yes. because he's spoken it but into isn't the that universe. but
0: isn't that the key and I think like if Gina was here I'd ask like why do you hate him so much that's oh, like kind of the key too. right is that he just thinks from from birth he has the ability to craft the world that he is one of these like when you look in Logan's office, it's like the dudes who are like Joe Rogan heads who like all into the Roman soldiers are like, we will live like them, right? Like our natural paleo cell, like this weird agro Spartan shit, which really <laughs> permeates America. Really, you know what I mean? Like, this is what, right? This is what's our found the foundation yeah, of our. Yeah, of our country is like this. worthy the continuation of the Spartans and the Greeks and the Romans. Like that's what America is, right? Like this, this empire. And Kendall is just like the epitome of that. Even though I have to admit, I kind of love the guy. Jeremy Strong is so awesome that uh. if any, he really kind of. That's sad when he sit, when he cut the the way. He goes to the edge to look at the at the at the uh ocean, right? And you see it's choppy waters. So if he jumps, he's gonna die. And you're thinking, is he gonna jump?
3: That's what I was gonna say. How many people thought he was gonna offer yes. himself at the end? Yeah. I thought it was a legit possibility.
0: And but then the way he sits on the bench is that he like and this is why he's such a great actor. He probably practiced it like a thousand times. He kind of can pushes his body over a little bit, like he's going to go forward, but then he sits back down and just like goes back and sits down. And I thought that was brilliant. It really got me in the end. So even though I do hate the dude and he is the epitome of what I think is like really not, not a great part of America there, they have had the ability to show us his inner workings. And like you've been saying, Jenny, how, the parents pit them against each other and use them and how they, they're just like a product of their environment, their whole lives. Right.
3: So I thought too, it was Jenny. You mentioned it for, Oh, go ahead, Mike. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, you go ahead, man. Oh, I was going to say, Jenny, you mentioned him briefly, Colin, the bodyguard. Mm -hmm. I did think it was kind of a, a nice parallel uh, where, at least in one way, Ken did follow his dad's footsteps I mean at the beginning of the season we found out that that Colin basically was was uh, Logan's only friend and vice versa and now Colin is basically only friend yeah. of of uh Ken and he's yeah, informed he to be he would
2: his friend stop him if he tried to commit suicide
1: that I mean, think he would. That was that happen. was the point that I was that was question, actually what Jay. I was gonna say I, okay. I, my interpretation <laughs> of that scene My interpretation of that scene was that Kendall was essentially on suicide watch and that Colin's presence there was for that purpose to prevent him from killing himself. And that Axel's interpretation of of Kendall's body movements and whatnot, like that felt to me kind of like he would have done it had Colin not been there. And that sit down was kind of like, fuck, like, (laughs) like, (laughs) like, I I know I can't do do it. Yeah. Didn't he say that he would like in that final argument when they were saying Mm -hmm. like where he was arguing about with Shiv about the final vote? Didn't he say something like I'd kill myself or I need this to live or something, something to that? Yeah, this is my
3: life or Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah,
1: something, something to that effect. Yeah. So like that's what I thought in that moment was like he wanted to do it. And Colin's presence there was like literally the thing that was stopping him, him. and that that lean forward and then the, the sit because I peeped that too. I I looked at that as like, oh, is he about to get a running start? Oh no, <laughs> kidding, no. <laughs> swan dive right
3: into the harbor. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, like Colin, Colin, I can't catch me if I lean forward and take off. <laughs> but,
3: <laughs> Colin's yeah, only a foot taller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> it's such good acting, though. He really is. I mean, they're all great, and yeah, Shiv too. When he, when they're just trying to push her and push her, that final scene, they all did. They all did really great work. Uh, one well, scene,
3: I, I think maybe. Oh, oh, go ahead, Axel. Sorry,
0: I was just gonna say that we're talking about all the stressful scenes, but one scene that I thought was really quite touching, and that's like the genius of this show is that. These are all despicable people, but they do find their heart, right? And they find a, a some way for us to connect with them as a family. When, um, when what's his, I even for, always forget the older brother's name. Connor. When Connor, con, oh, I should just know the con mob, the con cons or whatever. You're a con head. The con heads, I'm sorry, the con heads. When he <laughs> has the virtual dinner with dad and he's playing video and that was amazing breaking down and then they're singing the song and and then and then um it was interesting too how at the end when logan is like kind of listening to a who was it carl like sing he it's like cropped out but you can see that what's her name has her head on his shoulder
3: yeah, Carrie. Carrie, Carrie, Carrie but
0: yeah. but the camera crops it out. Like,
3: yep. <laughs> I don't want to
0: show it. I thought that was kind of, but that was like a little bit of like a, the truth shines through. But wasn't that a beautiful <laughs> scene? Like, And the scene yeah. when they're together making the potion for the king. Yeah, um, the,
3: the, what is it called? Feast for a king. Feast I think for it a called. king. They
0: really let, I I think when you look at the runtime of this, For typically if this was like Game of Thrones, you'd be like, okay, it's an hour and a half They're gonna have a 45-minute battle or something, you know, (laughs) but instead we got like a 15-minute scene in the kitchen of them just Improvising it seems and just goofing off and having fun and that to me was kind of a celebration of What the production that made this show great, right? Like yeah. the, the just the 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 writing, the acting. It was like it a was a cat. feel good
2: scene yeah. to 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 close out the series
0: because it, it, it wasn't yeah. at the very
2: end, but you still got something to feel good about in the in this in this episode.
0: Definitely, and it show, it, it, it's I think it's kind of sweet that they took that time because I almost feel like that scene was like dedicated to everybody who like worked on the show or made the show. It was just kind of letting the actors act and have fun together and really be a company. And it was just really, really kind of beautiful.
3: It's also just a nice, it was a nice cleanser in the middle of the episode yeah. because it, it was pretty damn, so damn intense during most of the rest of it that it was, that was just, a, it was, you're right. It was a beautiful scene. It,
0: it was. Now I have a question for you all. Um, Do you think that they will continue this show in any way? I know that, the creator Jesse Armstrong says no, but everybody lived there's story. There's, there's things to happen. And also HBO max just became max. They need some fucking content, man. They've got like 18 game <laughs> of Thrones shows coming up. They're rebooting everything. You're telling me they're not going to do like a movie in two years. The return of a uh, Ro- uh of Roman or something like that. I don't know. What do you guys think?
3: I think there'll be some kind of continuation. Oh, sorry. Go
1: ahead. Well, I'll let you go first, Mike. Go ahead. Uh, I I, I don't, I don't necessarily think that they will do or won't do a thing, but I could see if they did want to do something, they could do something that's like centrally focused on Tom and Shiv, Um, you know, their experiences, you know, running, you know, running the company or whatever. Uh, um, I don't know. I feel like they won't though. Like I, I, at least I don't think Jesse Armstrong will. I mean, I feel like if, if HBO decides they want to do something else, it'll be down the road and it'll probably be maybe without Jesse Armstrong. I I don't know. I feel like he strikes me as the kind of guy who's like, Okay, I did this thing, it ended as I liked it, and now I don't want to fuck with it anymore. Yeah. And which is a smart. I don't know, thing that's just my do. gut thought. I don't know the guy, obviously.
3: <laughs> well, it's I mean, I part of the reason I think I mean, did you guys watch the inside the episode thing at
1: the at oh, the end yeah, of the episode? I always, I love those. I always watch those. Yeah, Thank one you. of the things
3: when he, when he's, Jesse starts going through all the characters and the one that really, stuck, I mean, he says a couple times, it's, it's foolish to end it, but it must end. And I don't think I'll be able to write anything as good as this. And But there, when he's talking about Tom and Shiv, he says, there's still a lot of game to play out, but that's where we leave it. And just that line there makes me think, I would not be surprised if we saw a movie or a limited series or something, maybe five, ten years down the road. I mean, I don't think, I think it would, I don't think it would be good to do it in the next year or two, but if there's enough time that goes by, I could see a return to this world in some way or from, I don't need it, but I would sure as hell watch it without a question. But I don't, I don't say I, I don't, if it happens, it'll be a few years, I think, but
0: mm-hmm. what do you think, Geno?
2: I don't need it either. I think that the um, series ended well. Um, I agree with both Mike and Andy in that there's possibilities that they could, but do they need to? No. I, mm. I think it it was it was a good uh, little four part set.
0: How about a Better Call Saul style <laughs> sequel with cousin Greg, where he it's like a reverse where he becomes a good person, Frank. where he like realizes all his shark, sneaky information hoarder like ways. Him. He's away from Waystar. He goes and lives in like Utah or something like that. I
2: wanted to like that idiot. I did. I wanted to like him. Him, but I just
0: no. Ugh.
2: He just like he's like Went along worst. with the smarm. Yeah, and became smarmy terrible. himself. Yes. And I just I never liked him. And I was like, grow a fucking pair. <laughs> I did like that he hit Tom back.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> was I, a, like I was gonna that, bring that up.
3: There although
2: was... that may have sealed his fate with Tom.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the, he I may not that have scene, a job though.
2: anymore, but I was appreciative of the fact that he smacked him.
3: That that fight in the bathroom for the disgusting brothers was just—I mean—it was a perfect metaphor for the their whole relationship the entire show. I loved it. Yeah, Yeah. that was. And then
1: I I thought also too, it was I think very poignant and fitting as a a, an ending for their relationship at least on the show. When Tom puts the sticker on his head, I thought that was a really great callback to the sticker scene from earlier. and I thought it was a really great fitting end for the relationship that those two have had over the course of the four seasons. I've, I've really enjoyed. Watching, watching their banter is yep. some of the my, the hardest laughs I've had have been the, the the banter between the two of them. Like not even just on the show, just like period, man, like some of the funniest shit. And I, I, I think that for for the idea of, of Greg having a spinoff, I think it, the only reason I think that doesn't work is that I feel like Greg only works in small doses. I don't yeah. think Greg works as, as the central character. Yeah,
0: that's I think that's a good point. That's a good point.
1: Yeah. But um, to speak to Better Call
3: Saul, I mean, a lot of people thought that about Saul. True. Was a better in yeah, small doses. So it, Somebody call Vince know.
0: Gilligan. Somebody call Vince yep. Gilligan and be like, hey, Vince. crossover. Here we go. Uh, better, better Call, call Greg. Greg. <laughs> there you go.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Breaking Greg. Um, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh,
3: Too right. much. The, uh, you know, the one other scene I wanted to mention out was, and we talk, we've we talked about this scene a lot, but the sp- there's one specific part of this scene that, and it's kind of along that time where I was going on that roller coaster with Roman and I wrote what he said and part of this part of the conversation I think might have been like this it was like a cathartic release hearing him say it because I've wanted somebody to say this to these people forever and Roman says to his siblings we are bullshit you are bullshit you are fucking bullshit I'm fucking bullshit she's bullshit it's all fucking nothing man I'm telling you this because I know it okay we're nothing and I'm like thank god I like did a cheer in my seat I'm like You assholes needed to hear this 35 years ago, Mm -hmm. and it was I. I I thought that scene was awesome. It was my one of my favorite scenes of this episode.
0: Actually, Gina says at least he Roman has faced what he is bullshit, and he can smile about it. So it seems like a good sign. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I think that I think actually, if you were to ask me who has the most hopeful future out of this, it is Roman because it seems like he's realized that the only correct choice is to get as far away from all of these motherfucking people and this company as possible, take your money and live your life. It's just like you guys were saying, I can never understand these billionaires and they're like he still wakes up at 5 a.m. and goes to work and i'm supposed to be like good job asshole yeah. <laughs> you have a billion dollars and you still get up and go to work every morning you're a dumbass congratulations <laughs> dipshit.
3: Yep, exactly like
0: w- why are you doing like these because he has a hunger Like, i'm sorry that is not admirable to me that is called you have a mental issue and you should go <laughs> see somebody and I think if Roman, the way he reacted to um, uh, to Jerry, right? Like he couldn't mm-hmm. be in the same oh, room he as was her. He it, it, Exactly, mm-hmm. Jenny. And I think, but the fact that he couldn't any longer hide that stuff, and the breakdown he has when he's looking in the mirror and then Kendall hugs him so strong, he almost breaks his head open.
2: Dude, what uh, was that all about, was, okay? That, that I, I don't weird. understand what was going on there. That was Seriously, just emotion.
0: That was just primal. Was it
2: really, though? Because you it know? seemed like he was trying to hurt No, Roman. I
0: mean, both of way, I Yeah, Jenny, I mean, it was primal. It was love, but hate. It was like- it was Because like, he
2: busted but, that cut yeah, on his face he did. open. he did. He did.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was everything. Mm-hmm. It was their relationship relationship. relationship wrapped up in that hug it was like a love so strong that crushes them both but they also hate each other you know it's just like a sickness but i do think the fact that roman his his guard had been completely demolished is a positive thing because that means that he has an opportunity to be real right the the others i don't agree i think shiv's gonna just keep on shivving and the truth is really if we think about it Tom isn't really the CEO. He's this. he's the he's he's like the chief dick sucker, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's the, the puppet. Yeah. yeah. He's the so puppet. So it's not like he actually won, right? Like a lot of articles are like Tom wins. Yeah, Tom.
2: Yeah, and I, I think part of what Mattson had a problem like he said he didn't have a problem with that cartoon, but he didn't want to of be course. the one being puppeted. Yes. Oh, yeah. and he was For the one sure. being puppeted right. yep. by Shiv Male in the cartoon. Yep. And he wants to be the puppet master. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be yep. the, the, the marionette.
3: <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely and can, right. Can you imagine having a job interview with the guy and the, your potential boss says, basically says, the only reason I want to hire you is because I want to fuck your wife. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's basically what he says. and I'm like, what the hell? And I mean, that right there tells you all you need to know about Tom and the other well, thing. And, Matson, for and that the other matter. thing
0: is the other thing is I for I didn't I thought that part of the plus of picking Tom was that it keeps Shiv close, but not too close. So he can still try to fuck her, but she's not she's not working for the mm-hmm. company right so he still has yeah, a relationship yeah. and a line to her and she can be the same thing she was going behind the back of her brothers she'll now develop a relationship where she's going behind tom's back right and mm-hmm. and can, so it's just the sickness Dude, continues get in the
1: shiv and tom spinoff that's yeah, what i'm saying
0: it's <laughs> just yeah. there you go uh, there i you would know.
3: watch the hell out of that there's no question all right the uh, I, one other nice touch i think i like too after that sibling fight When Shiv leaves, and then it's just Roman and Roman and Ken talking for a while and arguing for a little bit by themselves. I thought it was kind of brilliant that when they finally get over their shit and Ken gets back, the papers have already been signed. There's nothing else he can do, and it's like he's too—he missed it. It was too late. What what are you talking about? Something (laughs) about that. Yeah, I just—I thought that was so brilliant because it was like, you know what, Ken? Fuck. Like one of them says, "Yeah, it's it's done. You don't have it, and it's already too late." I just—I thought that was brilliant. I don't—I can't put my finger on why, but I just—I loved how that timing worked.
2: Yeah, because yeah. Shiv clearly went straight from the little fighting to the boardroom, gave her vote, and yep. they went on about the meeting. And uh, yeah, too I don't know too why away, he buddy. thought he
1: could attack them and leave, and they wouldn't do the vote just despite him. Like, like, oh, yep. like I right. Like, like everybody just... had
2: already cast their votes except for Shiv. Shiv <laughs> yeah, was the yeah, only so she... one that still needed to vote. Yeah. So you don't right, need and to be there. You just pissed
1: her off. So of course, yeah. <laughs> of course she's gonna vote yeah. after you left. Uh I'm like, she probably voted already. What are you doing?
3: (laughs) It was kind of that whole thing. Like he thinks everything he does is, is the right thing. And whatever's going to happen is his shit's always going to work. And it was, I just, it was a brilliant, I love the brilliant idea
2: for him to have custody of his children.
0: Yeah, he can exactly. He thinks that he can
2: like one of the worst humans on the planet. No, no, you don't deserve to influence them in any way, shape or form.
0: There you go. There you go. That's right.
1: One other thing I like about this show, though, is that I think that like we all here, I feel like we came out of this show feeling differently about each of the characters. And I think one of the coolest things about this show is that we can all feel differently and nobody could say that the other person is wrong. Because like I said, everyone's so fucking disingenuous on this show. They're like, you can never really know what anyone's true intention is. They've done that so masterfully that you can just like I feel like if they wanted to to be more direct, they could have like. Uh, again the example with Shiv and Tom If they wanted to make it look like It was more of a move on Shiv's part They maybe could have had Shiv get in the car And then they close the door and they look at each other With like devilishly and smile or something Like yeah. ah I've been plotting this the whole time But like they leave so much shit ambiguous <laughs> right. And yeah. you you don't yep. really know what anyone means And so then like you, you, Andy, look at Kendall one way and you're like, oh, I thought when Kendall did this, it made him look really stupid. And I might not have thought anything of that. Yep. And then I might look at Roman doing something like it's so diff- it's it's so interesting how we can all have different interpretations of everybody's mm-hmm. actions. And nobody's really wrong because everybody's a piece of shit. And right. we don't know what <laughs> they anyone's are. Up they to. all suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: And- you know that point that's a great point Mike because the other th- that's part of the that's the might be the biggest reason to not ever come back to this and not have something not have a spin-off or a sequel or a prequel or anything because it, it's a, it's awesome having that ambiguity and not knowing and having those different interpretations and we can have those different interpretations forever now so it's I, I like the way that they left
1: that' I, that's an awesome point well it's thing- difficult to pull off but if you could pull it off I love it like that that kind yeah. of ambiguity right. that, that where it's like it doesn't even really matter. Right. But
2: they yep. are pretty awful. But one thing that I did notice, because I, I don't know, I've read a couple of articles, but one of them said that the thing that the show kind of does is it at one point or another, you generally feel empathy for all of the characters. But I can honestly say, and as I already stated, I did a compact viewing of this whole series uh, within the last couple of months. So I can you tell have you. a unique
1: viewpoint. An yeah. in, in interesting thing. So yeah. I
2: can tell you that I did feel empathy for pretty much everyone. Well, mm. not the mother. She wasn't around that much anyway. Um, but even for Logan, I felt empathy, especially when his brother spoke at his funeral. I was like, that's horrible that he had to mm-hmm. live his life feeling like it was his fault that his little sister died. Um, you know, so I've felt empathy for everyone pretty much except for Kendall. <laughs> I felt sympathy for Kendall when he had the accident and the kid died. Cause he did try to save him and all of that. I felt sympathy for him in that moment because I was like, he didn't really mean for that kid to die. It wasn't actually his fault. So I felt sympathy, but I didn't feel empathy. Like I couldn't feel for him because the, the circumstances under which that accident happened were fucked up. Kendall was on a fucked up mission. He shouldn't have been going, he shouldn't have been doing that. So I did not feel empathy for him. And I never, that was like the only (laughs) other than like, when he was telling his siblings about it later on, um, that was the only at the mother's wedding or whatever that was mm-hmm. the season, wasn't it? or
3: that was the that was a season finale of last year yeah. when he told them about the yeah,
2: that. About what of, happened. but again, it was more sympathy than empathy. So for me, I'm just like I'm on I'm on the same uh, thing with Gina with I just I can't tolerate Kendall. <laughs> I don't see any <laughs> use for him. Anywhere, I, you know, I just, I mean, I, but the rest of them, yeah, but the, I, I like the ambiguity as well. I like that, you know, we didn't like any of these people, but we could feel for them in one way or another, and you know, we see how their paths could go and things like that. But Kendall is just a piece of shit.
0: I have to say, Jenny, <laughs> that, that <is> <laughs> I can see where you are coming from, I, but yeah. my empathy for him comes from being a son. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way that I think as a man, I can empathize with Kendall in that way. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, I obviously speaking, don't
2: know how that is.
0: I know what it's like to be a mother. <laughs> right, but, but but no,
3: the I
2: same, mean, seriously, yes, no, it's different. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah it's that's different. Different. true. It's different true, to be a daughter true, than yeah. it is to be a son. So, yeah. especially so in that's, this show, that's true.
0: Especially in yeah. this show. And that's like, right. you know, right. especially with a father of, of that generation or that type. You know what I'm saying, right, you can right. kind of feel that. But yes, I mean he I guess you would say he's kind of the star of the show in a sense, right? Or had become and a lot of people had a we kind of start with his comeback if you will, right? Um and then his fall again and it kind. Of, but then it kind of became more about everyone else, I feel. I feel the last especially this season did a good job of getting us more especially Shiv um and and I think it really paid off but yeah in general yeah worthless people think, that you do care about and that's So that's, I think t- that, that, that's great know, TV and great writing.
2: Earlier I had said that there's lots of narcissistic qualities in different characters in this show but I do feel Kendall was a true narcissist or is a true narcissist that character is because you know he even does the um you know where he's a uh, gaslighting everyone else and telling them basically they that their their view their situation in reality is not what it is it's all relevant to what his is and you know just yeah so anyway, well just that
3: but. just that election episode when uh when his wife's like we need to get our kids out of here because they're getting threats yeah. and even then he's like that's not true that's not. Yeah. and it's it's the only time he seems to show care about something is when it directly affects him yeah, not when it's not when it affects someone else. So i I would definitely I, i'm on the same page with you on that because he's yeah. he's shown that many times over.
1: He was lying. He's full of shit every time. Like oh, everything yep. dude, everything I do, I do for you guys. They've never been a factor in any decision that he's ever made. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> not, exactly. not once. But I can't speak as far as like empathy for for Kendall. Like what always kind of resonated with me as it pertains to him was his burning desire like how badly he wanted something and even though he was a joke in the eyes of everyone else he and i I think he was fully aware that he was a joke he just he was just so determined and he wanted it so bad and there were times where it was sad to me how badly he wanted it and how inept he might look at times or how uh People might be looking at him as a joke, and I would feel bad for him in those times. I'm like, 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 like a kid, like, and he, he, he mm-hmm. act like that. Like, like he said, uh, I'm the eldest boy, like, he even act like that. <laughs> and I'm just like, I would feel bad for him. Like, I'd feel bad for a kid who, like, you know, really wanted to win, but finished second or something like that. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. that's, yeah. Like, that's, that's kind of how he was at times. And, and I can, uh, I can empathize, I guess, with the idea of him you know, having this, this passionate desire and wanting something so bad and feeling like nobody thinks you can do it and not just nobody thinks you can do it, but everybody thinks you're a fucking joke. Like that, I I, like that, that, that fueled so much of his behavior. And and like, I don't know, I I found that to be really sad. So I I look Mm -hmm. at, I look at Kendall kind of like in a tragic way.
0: I, yeah, I agree. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, Mike. I like, that's astute, man. Cause I always find when, um, when people speak about how they're fueled by like, um, uh, like there's this thing, I don't know. I mean, you see it on the internet, it's music, whatever. It's like, everyone thinks I'm nothing. I'm going to prove, I'm going to prove them all wrong. You know, like that you're fueled by the negativity of others, that kind of thing. That I always find that to be quite sad. (laughs) Like that's what, that's what motivates you. Just like, I got to get over on them. Like it's not not your motivation. Isn't love happiness, doing good or, or being complete or whole or helping your family. It's to show everybody who said I was bad, that I'm good. You know, I'm powerful, you know, but I think he
2: just wants to win. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of giving him a chance Back when, uh, right after the accident, when Kendall was, or uh, Logan was using that to manipulate him. Oh,
0: good, good um, one, and, Jenny. And yeah. he
2: was, like, staying under Logan's thumb, and he was, like, being the good boy and being the good boy. And I good was, boy. like, <laughs> maybe he can actually, like, get this into his mindset that this is, like, the way he should be behaving. But no had to turn around and betray his father again and maybe logan deserved the betrayal maybe he didn't but the fact that kendall cannot be honest and to me because i am like a very um very very honest person i pretty much i avoid lying at pretty much all cost. i hate to lie so i just will not say anything rather than lie because I don't want to lie. Um so for people who just lie easily, I, I kind of tend to hold them in some sort of contempt. <laughs> and the fact that he's always lying and always betraying yeah, everyone. Always. So he's completely untrustworthy and he can't tell the truth to save his fucking life. I just cannot with Kendall. <laughs> yeah. It's, See, you know what well, Jenny though,
1: what I think is cool about what you said. Like mm-hmm. we're talking about make-believe people. Oh, right? I know, I know, like, I know. It's a but that's why no, but the because point I I'm related to my life. That, <laughs> right, but like it's because these characters are so fleshed out and so right. complex, yeah. and yeah. that's why, like, when people yeah. say that they like, oh, I hate this character, I hate this character. I don't hate any of the characters on this show. Like they're all <laughs> shitty and they all yes. do terrible things. Good point. But like I don't hate any of them because they're so complex. <laughs> they're so interesting. And, well, I mean, like, I they don't, don't just mind do many things. Yeah. Like they, they, they <laughs> Like you understand how they were raised. You understand who they've mm-hmm. been around, and you understand how that fuels their actions. I and just so, like, want I don't them hate to grow. Them. I just, <laughs> yeah, it's like I just I, I watch them do what they do and I just find them to be interesting and complex. And I'm just like, these are make believe fucking people. And we're, like you're talking, but like yeah. I'm not saying that like it's a bad thing. I'm saying no. it like it's a good thing in this case that to me, it's these like these characters are so, are so fully three-dimensional because if I met somebody like that that had a personality
2: like that I wouldn't meet someone that was a billionaire like that so I would not be in that circumstance (laughs) that's that's what if I met someone with that type of personality in real life I would probably hold them in contempt when you look at this
0: show I think that you for me he's very real (laughs) it for me it's in a lot of ways the culmination of the anti-hero the golden age of television the um you know you look at the mad men the sopranos like how we elevate the breaking bad elevate these anti-heroes this is like a show of all anti-heroes right Mm -hmm. and they've uh, they've (laughs) kind of what were all those shows about somehow getting to the heart of these people and finding the humanity trying to find the humanity in them and yeah, that's like we're all talking about. In the end, this show had the ability to show find the humanity in people who are very harmful. They're harmful to the country, to the world, to each other, to anyone they come in contact with. They are literally dangerous human beings, you know? And mm-hmm.
3: uh I, I think kind of like what Mike was saying too. I think some of the brilliance of this show is that. It inspires passion yeah, the, these yeah. fictional characters are inspiring this kind of passionate response <laughs> that is not ma- very many shows can do and it's not just one character it's like i'm passionate about watching every single character on the i can't think of one character that is not interesting or it's oh no it's another so-and-so scene i, I hate the scenes with this guy in it i don't ever feel that way with this show ever it's like nothing is ever wasted that's All true. the acting is fantastic. All the characters mm. are interesting. It's it's just a, it's a marvel. The whole show is just a marvel. I think it is. Yeah, it's... I might
2: sit there and sneer at Kendall when he's on the screen, but I'm not mad at him having screen time.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> but we know, we, we know you, you have some Take Kendall, your eyes off him. You have some Kendall posters hanging up behind you there jenny we see it um all right everybody well this has been a great show i would have loved to talk a little bit about barry but we gotta i I just moved into a new house and i gotta let the uh i gotta go unpack the car (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, maybe we'll have another chance in a, in in uh in some time to talk about the series finale of Barry, which was also last night and which was also equally as great. I think it was fantastic. Just really quick, I I don't think you do you watch Barry, Jenny?
3: No.
0: Just one one sentence on Barry. Uh, what what Andy? What did you feel about the Barry finale?
3: I'm still processing it. I think it was. Well, if I can say more than one sentence, if I could say one sense, I'm still processing. But <laughs> OK, I think I cannot I anything Bill Hader does forever. I will be I'm going to be interested in it. I thought it was brilliant.
0: OK, Mike, what about you?
1: Hey, I agree with Andy. Anything Bill Hader does, I'm in. Uh, I know he said he wants to start making movies. He starts making movies. I'm going to the theater to see him. But um, yeah, I thought the finale was 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 great. I thought it was. Um, I don't want to say underwhelming. But like, I actually thought no, I still thought it was a great episode. I actually expected it to be even better. <laughs> so like, I, I I expected him to, I expected it to be even more. But I felt like it just get, it gave us the the proper endings for each of those characters, and I thought it was a great episode. But I thought I I thought he was gonna go for some kind of like huge like really cool thing, yeah. and he didn't. Yep. But like that that so uh, okay. when I say underwhelming, <laughs> I don't mean it in that sense. I just mean, you know, like, Mike, I you said it again. crazy. You said it exactly
3: the way what I wanted to say, Mike. That's a perfect description of what I, I've exactly on the same page there. Yes, one hundred percent agree.
1: Because
0: the show has like, has made oh, some well, oh, sorry,
1: Axel, Axel, real quick too. I what even raised my expectation for him doing something was not only was the episode called Wow, but it was capitalized, and all the episodes have been lowercase the entire time. So I'm like, this motherfucker called it Wow, and he capitalized <laughs> it. Crazy. And it was a nor- it was a normal fucking it was a good episode but like I yeah I thought I was like this is gonna be nuts and it, it yeah. wasn't nuts it was normal but yeah. <laughs> so that's what I meant by uh, I didn't mean underwhelming but, but that's what I was trying to convey
0: it was nuts but it was normal but Barry is normally nuts so I think that's why <laughs> you get into that trap of it, how crazy but yes we'll talk about that another point but hey listen thanks everybody for coming on Andy Jenny Mike. You are all awesome. Succession is over. We'll be back soon. I don't know. We're, I don't know what the next show is we're covering. We're going to find well, something. The
2: last episode of Yellow Jackets later this week.
0: Oh, yes. That's right. <laughs> Yellow. I forgot the last episode. I, I, th- here I, th- I, I thought we still that have. That was to also t-
2: this weekend. <laughs> yeah, we have to <laughs> talk
0: about that too. We have to record a podcast on Yellow Jackets. I'm thinking because the finale aired, we still have the podcast. But then after that, we'll figure out. But anyway, go to dvrpodcast.com. Hit us up again at uh, the Patreon, patreon.com slash DVR. Go on over to YouTube and look up One Mike, M-I-K-E. Check out all his videos. I'll put the uh, link in the show notes. Is your
1: video for Succession out yet, Mike? Uh, it's recorded and done. Like I literally, I just didn't have time to upload it before we had to start this. So once we get off this call, I'll go upload cool. it. Cool. Nice.
0: Awesome. All right. Thanks, everybody. You're all the best. We are our own little Succession family. And I guess Jenny that makes you shiv. So <laughs> okay. you win. I'll be Connor, just
2: He's like are you I think Connor? I'm the
0: oldest. I'm the oldest, so I guess I'm Connor. I'm the tallest too, so
3: oh, yeah. yeah,
1: it I'm works. Yep.
3: Yeah.
0: That that makes that makes Andy Kendall and
2: Y'all Mike. can fight you over Roman? the other two. I am not oh. gonna put that on either of you. I don't want to be Ken, damn
1: it. <laughs> All right. I don't mind being I don't mind being Kendall. It's fine. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Mike's Kendall. Perfect. All right. I'll be Roman. I can sit around the
3: bar and drink. We'll see you guys at the bar. <laughs> All right.
0: Nice. Take care, everybody. Bye. See